guys it's chase welcome back to sportscast uh got my right hand here brock and a 2021 ndsu commit logan what's up dude What's going on? What's Nothing good? much. How you doing? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. That's good. Um, I just wanted first off, uh, congratulations on a uh, record-breaking season. Thank you. Much appreciated. Yeah, that was and broke the ten-year streak with Eureka. That was pretty. Oh, that was hype. You also, uh, hype. you broke your previous record from your junior year of your uh, single-game rushing record with uh, 284 rushing yards on 31 attempts with three touchdowns. How how, do, how does that, like, yes, compare from when the first time you did it? Uh, I mean, both games were big-time games, and basically um, I was getting a lot of carries, so I just kind of got a rhythm going, and once I get in the groove like that, Kind of get the the ball rolling. I just stay confident and just run as hard as I can. Yes, sir. Three-time first-team all-conference and uh, first-team all-conference uh, linebacker and running back. That's got to feel good, you know. Other teams knowing that you're really the, the strength of our team. Yeah, it feels good to uh, – I like being able to play both ways, be a threat from both sides of the ball. Um, like to show off my versatility. Yeah, and uh, so uh, I looked up your stats, and you had two thousand six hundred eighty-seven total yards. Hey, that's just insane. Sheesh! I didn't even know that. I hadn't. I hadn't looked at like total. Yeah, and you before. uh, two hundred eight tackles, five picks, and thirty touchdowns. Not, Not too, too bad. bad man. That's. That's insane. That's just – that's got to feel amazing, all the work you put in. Yeah, it does feel good. Hard work. Yeah. Awesome, dude. All right, we got a few questions for you. So, right. just starting off with this, uh, what was it like with uh, schools recruiting you? Uh, it was a little weird because pretty much right whenever I started getting recruited was uh, – uh, February, March, right after um, uh, class 2020 um, signed. So, and right then was when like COVID hit and we kind of got and started the quarantine. And so I wasn't able, I was planning to attend a bunch of uh, like spring ball practices and take some visits um, throughout like March through May uh, before we started summer stuff with high school. Uh, but obviously I wasn't able to do that. So that was frustrating, not being able to go meet any coaches or see any campuses. Um, so basically, it was just a bunch of phone calls, texting, FaceTime, Zoom calls um, with just a bunch of coaches from different schools trying to kind of build a relationship with them, connect with them. Um, it was definitely different, but it was still good. And I was able to um, make connections with a lot of coaches. Yeah. And uh, what, what like, ultimately was, like, the – kind of, I guess, light bulb or, like, turning point to where you felt that NDSU was, like, home? Like, you felt that that was your place to go? 
Yeah, um, I mean, obviously their success they've had in the past decade speaks for itself. Um, they've won five national titles in the FCS in the past, like, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, they're 31-0 and 0 running. Yeah, so that's definitely something that's going to be hard to pass up. Um, it is pretty far, which was, I mean, kind of a downside, but wasn't too big of a deal for me. Um, and just the way the coaches – um, the way they do their recruitment, um, it makes sense why they're all so good because, I mean, I had coaches, a different coach reaching out to me, I mean, on a weekly basis, sometimes a daily basis, just checking and seeing how I was. And they just kind of, they made it known that they wanted me there and uh, that felt really yeah. good. Um, who helped you the most, like, through the recruiting process? Like, uh, who was, like, if you needed to ask any questions, if you felt, like, overwhelmed, who was there that you could always, like, count on? Yeah. Um, honestly, my parents, uh, there was times throughout uh, March and April where, I mean, I literally had 10 plus phone calls a day with 10 different schools. And I mean, part of me just wanted not to do them and just not talk to any guys. But I mean, my parents kind of um, kept me in check and said, you you have to talk to everybody because you want to I want to make sure you find the perfect school for you in any school out there. At that, time, at that time, I had no idea, like, what I was looking for in school. Um, and they just uh, made known that you need to express every single option you have to um, see what you like. And then um, you can slowly start to eliminate schools and narrow it down. Yeah. Uh, so how, how did you uh, feel when you knew there was going to be a chance for football to happen during all this not to happen yeah uh so we started practicing in the summer in like july and initially we really had no idea if we were gonna play or not and there was a point like i think it was like the beginning of august we were practicing and then they kind of they cut back on restrictions even more and at that point i was like in the back of my mind i was like 95 percent sure that we were not going to play any games in the fall um, just because the way things were trending and that's just how it felt. And it was very frustrating because it kind of felt like we were practicing for no reason. Um, but I mean, obviously we were able to get some games in at the end, which obviously very great. Yeah. For. And do you think that affected your like drive and worth ethic to like, even though you, you had a thought that you w- could not play or like what weren't going to have a season, did that like affect your motivation for the game or did it just make you work harder? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Because I think every school was in the same boat in that kind of July, August uh, timeline. We were all kind of unsure if we were going to get to play at all. And so I think there were guys and teams out there that during those practices, they were kind of slacking off like, probably not going um, 100% like they would if they're in the middle of the season, if they're new, they're preparing for a season. So I just tried to give it my all every day at practice, knowing that there there could be a chance of not playing, but I just wanted to get yeah. ahead and stay on top and be ready for anything. And, I mean, it turned out for the best. Yeah, so uh, which year of high school would you say would be your most memorable uh, definitely senior year. Um, I mean, obviously it's the most, uh, most memorable just because it's your last year, last ride. Um, and I think even the way, the way it happened this year, um, made it even, 
uh, more memorable just because there was, you know, there's a while where I didn't know if I was going to get a senior season. And um, just the fact that we were able to play the amount of games we did just made each one that much more special. Yeah, that you also got to carry a chip on your shoulder. You're like the first class to ever have this happen where you got to go through all right. this and just makes you stronger as a person as a, and as a player. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, um, one thing that stands out to me about you is uh, how you maintain your 4.4 GPA and still shine on the football field. Like that, some people can't even keep it over a 2.0, and you're out here passing all your classes <laughs> with A pluses and doing honors, and you're flying through the football field. It's just that's got to be hard to, uh, to like to handle all that. Yeah. Um, once again, my parents are big part of that they keep me in check uh and also i just know personally that uh academics always got to come first um i have to get i mean i always make sure i get my homework done before i go and do a workout or whatever because i know if i if i don't have the academics the grades that i need then um i can't play football like if i'm failing classes then i'm like you can get kicked off the team or you can get whatever discipline by your coaches so um, and my coach has always kept me in line with that, making sure that I got good grades. So it's just always made sure that academics were top priority and, and carry that over into college. Yeah. Uh, so just got a couple more for you. Um, so what's one thing that you're going to miss the most from high school? Um, I would say just kind of the brotherhood that was made here um, the past three, four years. I mean, have been – I mean – when you're in season, you're hanging around these guys, I mean, eight, nine, ten hours a day. I mean, I see some of these guys more than I see my family. And so, like, they just truly feel like all brothers to me. I mean, we go through everything, 6 a.m. in the weight room in the mornings and run down the field, about to puke. <laughs> it really just really makes us all closer, I felt like, doing that in the summer and then being able to um, prove our hard work once the season comes around. Yeah, I definitely relate to that and you especially just go out there and just put 100 percent effort every day and uh that's just something that a lot of people admire about you and just look up to you like that and then uh one thing that you won't miss from high school or something you're looking forward to in college oh um i think one thing i've talked to some guys who are um like some guys from blenberg who are playing college ball now um i can uh, a few grades older than me. And one thing they've said uh, is that once you get to college, every single guy, every single player, every single coach um, that you're around, they are 100% invested in what the in what the final goal is. Um, compared to in high school, I feel like, I mean, there's obviously guys that care and want it bad and uh, want to play in college. But there's also – there's always going to be a handful, of guys, a handful of guys in high school that – I mean, they're just kind of there. They're on the team, but they're not, like, pushing themselves every day to be their best, um, which can be frustrating when um, you're one of the guys that really wants it and just wants everybody to give it their all, and you know that there's guys that are slacking off in practice in the weight room. But once I get to college, I know that there's not going to be any of those guys that – the guys that are there are guys that want to want to make it um, – want to make it far and that are – going to give it 100% every day and push each other to be better. Yeah, and being you being a uh, captain for the past two years, that will definitely translate to the college level of being a leader. And even though you'll right. be a freshman, you can still set the tone up there. 
For sure, for sure. Yeah, so uh, got a wild one for you. What's your favorite post-game meal? Oh, I'm going to go with Waffle House. I cannot count the amount of times that just because it's right right on the corner of Lindbergh by the high school, and it's probably one of the only places that's open at 11 o'clock at night uh, after games. I couldn't count the amount of times I ate Waffle House after the game. Yeah. And uh, um, I have another kind of, I guess, funny question is uh, – What's your favorite video game if, like, you were playing on Xbox or something? Uh, honestly, lately I haven't really played much, but, I mean, I play Call of Duty, I play Madden, I play FIFA. Uh, I, I honestly have not touched my Xbox in a while, but uh, I think I'd whoop up on anybody in Madden or FIFA. Yeah, so um, what are your future plans uh well, um, got a report um to Fargo, North Dakota in June. I believe it's like it's like the second week of June, maybe June twelfth or and something. Is that summer camp? And yeah, and I mean, I'm just I'm definitely excited. Not really. I think when it gets closer, I'll start to get a little nervous, but my excitement's gonna overweigh my nerves and. I'm just hoping to have a successful four or five years there, make the most of it, get a degree, and then, I don't know, see where it goes. Yes, sir. And uh, we got last question for you. I know we've been talking for a while, but what was your most memorable high school football game? Most memorable game. Oh, that had to be uh, this year against Eureka playoffs just because of everything that was on the line. For one, it was a playoff game. Um we were on the home turf. It was only our second game ever on the new turf. And, I mean, the reality hit in that uh, this could be the last ever high school game I play. And, I mean, I just went into that game thinking I'm not going to let this be my last game. And uh, not to mention the, you know, the 10-year drought of us, of Lindbergh's football team, never beating Eureka. And to break that and to be able to be the classes that we were able to break that streak, uh feels great and I'm hoping that we can maybe start a uh, trend going the other way and get our little get a little streak going ourselves against you yes, sir you gotta love it gotta love yeah it. um so just congratulations on all your achievements I look forward to uh seeing you on my TV <laughs> thanks man yeah so uh I appreciate it thanks for the time Appreciate you having me on, man. See you, Logan. See ya. Take it easy. All right, we'll see you. Peace. That was NDSU commit, Logan Cop. Uh, just want to thank him for his time and everything. Um, that's it. Um, thanks for joining. Uh, this podcast was sponsored by TNA Wood. Go check him out on Instagram. And, uh... Thanks for listening to SportsCast. See ya.